So what is good, y'all? Daniel Contreras here from founder of New Era Barbering. Um, and I thought of doing at least an interview with one of the students inside of the program. Uh, this is Chris, for those that don't know, South Bay Chris on Instagram. Um, welcome, Chris. Thank you for taking out the time. Hey, what's up, everybody? My <laughs> name is Chris, a.k.a. South Bay Chris. And I'm, you know, ready for it. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess for the people who don't know who you are, of course, already went through um, Instagram name. Kind of give us a little background about you. You know, I know you're young. A lot of people who do know about you know that you're just a young killer. But for those that don't, where are you from? Kind of give us a background story of like how you started cutting hair and like really where are you at today? So I'm from L.A., born and raised here in L.A., Los Angeles, California, the West Coast. And I'm 21 right now. And I started cutting hair when I was 17, a senior in high school. And I was just... It started off as just like something like just fun, like a little hobby that I was doing. I, I never thought, never, never in a million years that it would turn into like what it has turned into today. Yeah. And, I, I, and yeah, so like I started cutting hair. As soon as I graduated high school, I remember my parents telling me like, yo, you got to go to college. And I was like, no, like, because I, I hated school already. I can't, I just can't sit in the class. I didn't like none of that. So cutting hair, once I started making like, like a decent amount of money cutting hair. I was like, I'm good doing this. Like, I don't even, I was like, I remember working at Arby's for like eight months and that's what supplied all my, that's what supplied all my gear to all my equipment to, to cut hair. And then once cutting hair started making me like the same amount or a little bit more that I was making at Arby's, I was like, yeah, I'm out Arby's. And then, so I did from Arby's, I graduated high school. And then that, that fall after graduating from high school, I enrolled in barber school. And because that's that's when I knew that I wanted to be a, a barber and my, my cousin, uh, E.T., the barber, he's the one that kind of really like inspired me, put that like entrepreneurial mindset in me of like, yo, bro, like you can do a lot with this. You know, you like he kind of put that like as a young as a young kid, he kind of put instilled the mindset in me of like like that to, to want to succeed and want more in life. Like I after like, like the things he would tell me, I remember I just like I wanted to be a, a like I, I wanted I know I wanted to be a millionaire after that. I know I didn't want to just like. So even just cutting hair, I was like, like I'm gonna have, I'm eventually I'm gonna want to do more things besides cut hair. But and then so I started cutting hair. I went to bar I went to barber school, and then like a year, like ten months after signing up for barber school, I remember seeing all these barbers on Instagram popping off. You know, like and Daniel Deluxe was one of them. So he was he was one of the barbers that I, I was watching. And the summer of I believe it was 2018. That's when Daniel, I seen he was coming out with a course, and I was like, I was like, damn, like, like what, like why not, like learn from the the master himself, you know, the dude that got his Instagram at like 150k on Instagram, like got videos going mi millions of views. I'm like, I like in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn from this guy. And when he dropped that, when he dropped his course, I was like, I, th I believe I was like your first student ever. <laughs> yeah, you you were the I first right away. I was like, bro, how do I get the course? <laughs> you were you were like, if I remember correctly, you were the like, cause that first course, you were the first one who bought the actual course, and then also, it was like maybe a month later when I was like, okay, I want to actually start mentoring people, and you were like the yeah. first one too. I think we hopped on a call. I remember I was driving back from LA, yeah. um, and you were just like so like about it. You were like, dude, I want to start up, and I guess like that could be a good segue. Um, you know, like, why did you all of a sudden just, because, like, I, I know there's, a, like, a lot of young barbers in the industry um, yeah. building up. I guess what drove you to, like, I guess, seek out to grow more? Because you weren't doing bad at that time, if I remember correct. Like, what, what were you yeah. doing business-wise? I was, bro, I was charging, like, 30 bucks, 
and making anywhere from like a thousand to a thousand five hundred a week. Like I remember hitting like fifteen hundred in a week and being like, damn, like I had an amazing week, you know, like <laughs> for an eighteen year old though, that's not bad. Like that's yeah. that's pretty solid. So that's that's why too. Like I, I at the time I didn't think it was like I didn't think it was bad either. So I, that's why I was like, man, like. I'm not gonna go to college. Like I'm just like I'm gonna cut hair. I'm gonna be a part, like this is what I, I'm gonna be in the, like this industry. I'm like this is like and I, I remember just going like you know seeing like seeing you guys like you succeed too. It was just like and taking this to like new new heights. I was like man like I'm gonna get there too. Nice. Um, I guess before like give me like an overall view and also the listener overall view of like what your business was like before. I know you were charging thirty bucks. I mean, if I remember correctly, you were you were working pretty like what we talked about with the hamster wheel. You're working pretty, pretty hard. Oh, like, what, what was kind of like your schedule? Like? Hours, bro. Like, man, uh, I was cutting from. I remember cutting from like six a.m. up until like midnight, one in the morning. I swear, like there, like people, like my family members, friends, like old clients, like they all know this. Like, like I was grinding it out. Like it was, it was a grind. Got it, and and that was. I mean, of course, like um just to kind of keep up like with the 1500 i mean also too you just have like that natural instinct which i think is very rare for like a lot of young barbers like you said you know you want you had like the big dream um i guess with you like what i mean obviously being young that was 18 you're what 21 right now yeah i'm 21 right now give me like the overall like i guess progress for you like obviously there's like a lot of great things like um you know in that time frame what are you charging right now by the way right now i'm at 100 100 bucks cut and 120 with haircut and beard. Nice. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things that go into like a lot of yeah. motivation locking in. Give me some of like the biggest. I don't want to even say pitfalls, but just more of like for the listener, like you know the struggles that you had, just going from that thirty dollars six a.m. to midnight barber overwork to like where you're at right now with your business. Some of the struggles. I mean, it takes a lot of. It just takes a lot of getting out of your head. And as far as like getting out of your head, what I mean by that is like overthink, you know, when you're young, you, I feel like you over like thinking even today, this, this, these are things that I'm working on currently, like, and I, I'm not perfect at it. You have to practice every day, but like overthinking and thinking about like, I guess what other people think, but you have to really just like not care what anyone thinks. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, is if that, if like, whether it's family or friends or just like even your clients, you know, like that sometimes you build close relationships with like, you can't be scared to, you know, raise your prices. You can't be scared to to make leaps for yourself that are going to benefit you because of worrying about like, like, how's this person going to feel about it? Like, you know, like, and I, I remember like people would tell me like, bro, you're in, like, I remember when I was charging 30 bucks, like that wasn't even that normal back then. Like for people in my area, like people were like, damn 30 bucks. Like, you know, like, and now I'm at a hundred bucks. So it's really, it really just take like, like you just, you just can't get in your head too much about what, what other people are going to think or like what, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like those people aren't paying your bills. They're, they're not. They're not living your life. You have to do what makes you happy and what what's how you and what's what's going to help you grow for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I think too. Like, um, cause I mean, I, of course, I've I've been along with you on this damn journey too. Yeah. Like just working and and like getting through these pitfalls. I think the one thing that's always like stood out to me is just like, you know, just that resiliency of like once you kind of figure out that thing, like you kind of just lock back in and, and really go hard. Even right now, I think a lot of people like, a lot of people don't know what you're doing in your business today, like per yeah. week, per month. And it's like vastly different. I guess for you, what, what, what's the mentality when you lock back in? How do you stay in like that, that zone of just, um, 
really pushing the business forward. Because even for me, I'm very, I'm always impressed. Like seeing you once you get locked back in, I'm like Chris is fine. He he can do the next step, right? <laughs> so what what is that in you? Is it just something natural? Is it just something that you like? What's that tweak in you? It's just like when I when I lock back in, I just I really just focus on what I need to be doing. And you know, there's there's gonna be outside noise. There's gonna be those negative thoughts that come into your head and all that stuff and things like that. But you really just have to like like what I tell myself when I wake up is I just be like like I'm healthy. I'm alive. Like I'm here today. Like you know, I'm not I'm not sick. I don't have I'm not missing any legs. I'm not missing any like. There's people that have it way worse. So I'm like, what is what is there for me to complain about? Like there's no reason why I shouldn't be going hard as fuck every single day, being locked the fuck in. Like there's no reason. I'm good, so it's like, I'm blessed to be here. It's like, I'm gonna give it my all every single day on every single haircut, get those videos in, post, and just, that's that's pretty much what I tell myself, is just like, you're good, bro. Like, there's people that have it way worse in this world. You know, I have a house to live in, I have a roof over my head, I got a bed to sleep in, so it, as, as corny as that sounds, like, it, it really is true. Like, when you think about it, you're like, damn, like, I'm blessed. Like, cause we, as people, we stress about the the, like, things that don't even matter if you think about it it's like that doesn't that doesn't even matter so why am i putting so much power into that into that situation that doesn't matter at all mm-hmm. so it's like i don't i try not to focus on little things like like bullshit that people worry about every every single day like and just like whether it be with friends or like like a girl or anything like that like it's just like that doesn't matter it's like i'm just gonna focus on myself my business and that's it if i'm here today then i'm gonna go hard nice um I guess too, like, I mean, I think you could probably pinpoint this better than I can because um, I guess what what have you noticed or seen has been the biggest difference from like South Bay Chris when he was charging like the 30 bucks before we started working together to somewhere like even today, you know, you're making like 4K a week and stuff like that. What yeah. What has been the biggest difference, whether it be mindset, whether it be business approach, whether it be just, I mean, something just, just overall, what, what is what is that like? that thing that was missing the biggest difference is not is like not being like not being like because like not being too humble and too nice Mm. and just like having like that just kind of like that when when you step on that like jordan or kobe when you step on that court they have that killer mentality of like you might be my friend off the court but once we once we're on this court like I'm going to destroy you. So it's like, like before, like after, after that, that mental switch in my head, like of like, all right, like I I need to have this like really focused, locked in, like I'm going to like go all in and just like win this fucking game, like type, type of mentality. Like before I, like I used to just be like, like way too, way too nice, way too humble, like really like trying to people please everybody. And that, that'll really be your biggest downfall. Like, don't get me wrong. You definitely want to be hum- humble. You want to be a good person. You want to have good morals and things like that. But like, you don't like. You have to have. You have to have that other side of you too. That just like is like when you, like the Jordan Kobe side. Like when you step on that court, like I'm here to win. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, I, and that's some, that's something that you've definitely helped me with and still in me is like get that get that like other side that of that other side of you. Yeah, because. I mean, I know, like, like um, I think a lot of barbers, too, like, when they first, not even when they first start out, because it could be when, even when they're, like, older, too, and have families, like, they'll give, they'll give people passes, or, like, give people, like, um, free rides, discounts, or even just yeah. um, try to help people out w- without, like, building up their business, um, and I think that's where, 
I don't, I mean, what, what's kind of like your overall take on like the barber industry today? Like where, where do you see it at in your, in your eyes? Man, I just, I just see it as like an industry that we're not like, we're not taking it as serious as we could be taking it. You know, like we're not like, like, it's kind of like a hustle versus like a profession or like that, like, like, you know, where you can make money as much as doctors. If, if we really took this serious, like where it's like, I think we're under, like we're undervalued. And a lot of that is the barber industry's fault is like, cause you know, and I think what, what you're doing here with elevated mentorship is just like, we're, we're taking it to, to like, to where it's like, damn, people are like respecting barbers now, you know, like, like, mm. like a haircut ain't just a haircut, like that, that $20, $30 cut you get down the street. Like, you know, it's like, it's something that like, needs to be taken serious like like we should be valued just like any other like and like it's it's 2020 now too 2021 so it's 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 completely different than it was 5 10 15 years ago and that's the way i see it yeah there's just also like this different um like when you're charging the 100 200 a haircut there's just a different way you you run your business too right which i don't think people get like i think I, I mean, I don't know what, what you you perceived. Like, what did you personally perceive when you were doing the 30 bucks? What did you perceive, like, charging 100 bucks would be versus, like, what it is now? Because now you're like, dude, this ain't nothing to me, right? Bro, I thought at 100 bucks, you know, you have to, like, I thought you had to be on Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard, Melrose, you know, have the, the nicest studio there is. I thought you had to have all, I thought you had to be in a certain location. I thought you had to be, like, like you know, I thought you just had to be super fancy when it's like when it's it's really like not about that. It's like you could be in the fanciest, best location, but if your haircuts are are trash and they're not like you're not gonna retain clients at a hundred bucks. Yeah, or even but just it, your business is trash in general yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, yeah, you know, like and it, when when really when what you start to realize is like, and this is something that you constantly preach is like, it's pe- people that are paying that much. Like they don't care where you are. They just they want their haircut to be on point. They want to look good. They want you to give them that best haircut possible on them on what's gonna make them look good. They want you to like adjust the haircut. It's not just about a fade either. It's about adjusting different things to search somebody's head, different problems that they have, and just like and fixing them those for them so they can feel confident. And if you can do that for somebody, then they're gonna pay a hundred, a hundred fifty, two hundred bucks, like three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, like absolutely. How'd it happen? So yeah, no, it, like like I think people get so lost in just like I'm sure you probably have gone on down that lane probably before, but like I think so many barbers get lost in the um, trying to perfect the fade when like it's it's just th- that's not the problem most clients have. Like it, yeah. business is all about problem solution based, and if you don't build up from that at least standpoint and know how to like that works into the marketing works into your financials works into scaling. Like it's no wonder why people are kind of stuck and just kind of spinning their wheels. Cause those add on more services. Cause I think that's more additives to it. Right. And like, you know, people, there's people at 30, 40 bucks that have perfect fades, mm. but still can't get their prices up to a hundred bucks. So like you said, it's not about the fade. It's about the Don't business structure. That, that, you you want to have a clean fade, but yeah. at the same time, there's so much more to it than just having the freshest fade on. It's at least knowing what the business is, is telling you, right? Like just having a proper business structure that allows you to scale up effortlessly. And it's not like, cause I think most barbers too, this is probably what you were doing too, Briar. Uh, cause I don't know what you were, you were charging, but 
most barbers kind of like, ah, oh, my book got like three weeks in advance. All right, I'll go up five bucks, right? And it's like, that's <laughs> that's like the worst way to even that's, do it. <laughs> I think that now, bro, and I'm just like, that's insanity right there. But that, that's the way I used to think too, because yeah. that's how the whole barber industry thinks. Everybody thinks, because nobody knows yeah. how to scale a business. It's, it's it, well, first of all, they, they have poor foundations. Um, it's kind of like just building up a, a skyscraper in like quicksand. Like, yeah. you, like if, you, if you think that just adding on more, services or anything of that sort is going to scale like some point in time that shit's going to break <laughs> or it's just going to become unprofitable um because it, go ahead. yeah because like if you if you're adding on more services like you know you're doing a facial and doing all these massages and doing all types of stuff like people think that's going to get them more money when it when when really the client just wants a, the haircut to look good to, yeah. to look good like yeah and so they might feel good in your chair like oh and then they go home and they're like oh, but the cut still ain't there you know yeah. like, like they just they they didn't they didn't like reward you for a haircut they just rewarded you for some extra bullshit you just threw yeah. in there which isn't but helpful if, but if somebody else if they go if they go to somebody else that gives them the cut that they want they're yeah. not going to come back to you because even though you do all the massages and everything like that like they're going to go they're going to go to that other person because at the end of the day when they go on that date with that girl they're they look good and they feel good with the haircut that they got. Yeah. I think also too, like a lot of barbers think like you got to build relationships or like you got to like talk to, like I heard somebody I like, think that too, bro. I used to think that too. everybody's like, when I hop on a call with somebody who's interested in the program, they're like, are you going to tell me like what I should say to a client? I'm like, yeah, don't say nothing to them. Like that's not your job. Like they're paying for, yeah. If, if, if you're trying to, if you're trying to like make them pay for a conversation, they'll go to anybody who gives them a better conversation. Like it's just, it's just, I think every a lot of things are askew, but I'm glad like for you at least like the model that we have is is working. I think um, I mean, what has been like the most impactful thing just about because I know you've been through, of course, like the first program, the first also to like elevated mentorship, like I guess the uh, beta thing, and then now like this is actual physical program. What yeah. what have what's the biggest takeaway from like this recent I guess upgrade uh, of a program that 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 you can take away from that, that you can see like, wow, this actually was like really game changing for me. Just the, everything that you have put in the program that like, that goes into the business side of things. Cause I never knew any of that, you know, like, you know, all the tracking that you do with, with numbers, money coming in with content, the, like everything, like all the, just all the numbers that you got going in, all the, all the graphs that you got, like everything, all that business side of stuff, I think, is a, I would say like a lot of barbers don't don't really like know about that type of stuff too. Yeah. So that was a big game changer for me with the with now that that it's the program is really like a physical like up and going like program and there's you know tons of barbers coming in and seeing success. Yeah. No, I think because um, I think the biggest thing I I've seen too is like we've just gotten I think the industry too got so like like. Um, in love with like the viral views instead of just like what actually like converts on a client, right? Like what yeah. actually affects the business. And, and sometimes like the most viral video will have such a negative impact. And I think that's where people, I mean, even like people look at you now, like, so I was always kind of like on a podcast, almost mocking them, like, go ahead, copy South Bay Chris. Cause that's not what he's doing in his video content. Like <laughs> that's, well, I remember when we were like, when I first started with you and then my video started popping off and yeah. you know, we were doing, I was doing like covers and stuff like that. And like, and like, you know, everybody would see my videos getting like 200,000 views, 300,000 views, 400,000 views. And they'd be like, so like literally like a, 
a month later, all you see is just everybody, everybody doing it. It's same, like they just they just numbers. yeah. It was it was it was monkey see monkey do, but like they didn't understand what was going on the backside of the business, but like what you were like looking at, like how we were manipulating that to like because business is all like a, a an organism, right? It all talks yeah. to itself. But I think most barbers just hyper focus on like the marketing and like oh man, let me. Let me go ahead and like make this. Let me make this face crazy. How, how can I get a hundred thousand views? But it's like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not just like you know. And then they they want to do all the crazy stuff. Yeah. And, They're optimizing and, for the that, wrong that, thing. That doesn't that doesn't bring in clients, especially yeah. the the clients that are going to be playing 60, 60 plus. Yeah, the, the 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 optimization point always has to be how is this going to affect my business in a positive way or a negative way? And most people, I think, especially in the industry, I mean, things so like I'm I'm still surprised how wide open it is and like. I mean, just because like with the tools that you have and everybody in the program has, it's just fucking easy at this point for you guys. Um, yeah. I guess kind of like wrapping up. Um, what what's like some advice, of course, like that you would give to like a younger barber coming up right now in, in the game? Because of course, like I think a lot of younger barbers look up to. Um, of course, you just turned twenty one, already charging a hundred yeah. bucks, and you're very down low. Like you're just about your business. What what, what is that advice you would give to that individual? Um, that's just, that's kind of like again too cutting in their garage, kind of maybe similar situation as you. I would say, literally, just focus on focus on yourself, focus on your business. Don't don't pay attention to the outside noise. You know, when you're young, you're gonna have friends, homies, like telling you, "Oh, you should do this, you should do that." You they start seeing you succeed, start making, start seeing you make a little bit of money. Like everybody wants to be your homie, like. You know, and everybody's got, everybody's always got something to say, whether even it's uh, family members, um, you know, or even like, let's if you're a young barber, it might be barbersh- barbershop OGs in the game that have been, been in there for, for a little while in your area, trying to recruit you into their shop or trying to tell you what you should do or what you shouldn't do. Just, just like, just do you. Don't listen to all that outside noise. You don't, you don't need to get in the shop to, to make money, to cut in hair. It's, it's. It's a new era. Like you don't, you don't need that. You know, the small plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I did want to ask one more question because I mean, I don't think I even covered this in, in so far. But how has that even affected you being so young? And there's like a lot of like older, I, I don't want to say OGs, but just guys who are older than you in the industry t- trying to like be in your ear of like, oh, this is what you should do. I mean, has that affected you at all? And like, I've, I've had plenty of that. Like, yeah. I've had plenty of that. And. I just always like I knew in my I knew in my heart that I was like I don't, I don't know, like something would tell me like don't listen to this guy like <laughs> and luckily I always went with that like and so I just it it didn't before it kind of would affect me at times like because people would say things or like you know like and then but now I said like now nah, you when you have that I don't give a fuck mentality like you're not paying my bills you really don't care <laughs> what, what was what was some of the conversations that would come up with that um. Sometimes it would just be like that people pleasing mentality of like, damn, like, like, like sometimes it, like I'd be scared to tell people no or like, mm. or tell people like, like just straight up how it was, how it is, you know? And so those are like, and then it would just like make me feel more like, just like, like shit kind of, but, mm. I, uh, but I, I grew out of that and now I, just, I really just don't care. Like, nice. I, I just do me and that, that's, the, that's, that's, that's a big that's like really big, especially for young barbers. Is don't don't care what other people think. Other people think. Just the the way I I look at it is if if somebody's not where I want to be, I'm not gonna listen to you. Mm-hmm. Like like the, like if you're not where I want to be in life, why why would it like listen to people that are where you want to be? 
that's how you're going to get to where you want to be. Not by listening to others that, because everybody's always got something to say. Everybody's always going to try and give you game, but like, but not everybody's game yeah. is, is good game, you know? Yeah. I think, I think also too, sometimes like when, when, especially when any human is like lost or just doesn't know what to do, especially like a young barber, for instance, just any barber in general, not knowing what the, the heck to be doing with their business or direction wise, how to make things grow. Maybe they're struggling. Like you kind of almost, that's a very danger zone, right? Cause like you almost will latch onto anything that anybody's willing to give you. You're, you're very, you're very vulnerable in those, in those, in those states of mind of yeah. like, like of that scarcity of like, you're very vulnerable in those states of, of mind. Cause then you can, you can really just listen to anybody. Like you said, like yeah. that's that, it's that danger zone. So be very careful. Yeah. Cause it, like you're in survival mode and you're just like anybody who gives me anything, like I'm just gonna, <laughs> like, I, like you're going to adopt it and like, yeah. try to work at it and, and that, i think that's why most barbers too like um get into like that hamster wheel cycle of just like overworked and like system of like why why isn't this working for me why isn't this like running up the numbers i that i think it should have um or just not even happy cutting hair anymore right some barbers like making three four k a month just it's just like boring right doing the same thing every month even for you dude you were like making 10k a month and you were like dude like like it was crazy like you hopped on a q a call you're like, like you you weren't like, even happy bro, you were I'm frustrated like, I don't know what i'm like i'm just like yeah i was just i was like frustrated at that making I 10k just, a month dude and it's but it's like i think it happens at any level whenever you're not getting the growth that you want and know you deserve you're always going to be frustrated whether it be at 2k or 10k a month charging 20 bucks or charging 100 yeah. bucks so it's, it's kind of like like something you told me like you know it's just that 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 fun is like when you're just constantly growing, when you're constantly just pushing to achieve new goals. That's mm. where you really just, that's where you really feel good because you're just like, once, you, once you're just constantly achieving goals and constantly pushing to achieve goals and it's, it's not, you know it's not easy and you do, you still achieve those goals. Like that's where you, but like, it don't matter where you're at. If you just, if you just stay stale, like I feel like you just start feeling like, damn, like what am I doing? Yeah, it's, it's not, because like, um, well, I don't know if you ever experienced this because like you like again till you got in this industry like again 18 like you're only cutting for what like a year and a half or so before we met I guess yeah like like a year, yeah like a year and a half yeah like for me I was cutting professionally for two years before I actually started doing something about it but it just gets like it's just like you have to like drag yourself out of bed to do the same thing again to make the same amount of money and it's just like <laughs> at the end of the day you're dead tired and you're like fuck it. it's only like wednesday i got this damn thing over again <laughs> like i got three more days left of, of doing this thing until i get a day off like at that point in time you should know like whatever you're doing is not working for you um i guess like kind of give us like a um a foreshadowing of like what you got coming next i know you're at 100 right now what are you looking to do next in terms of like your business wise um and just kind of like a look into the future Right now, the the next goals are get to 150. That's that's gonna that's coming really soon, really really soon, and then eventually, for sure, I would say by the end of summer, 200 to cut. Not a boy, yeah. Because yeah. I even told you, uh, for those listening, because you were stuck at 100 for like a year just because of like a lot yeah. of. I think a lot of people don't take into the fact of how many plateaus come into like when you hit that hundred dollar price yeah. point of yeah. just like business personal everything just all of a sudden like just becomes this thing and like i'm glad that we're locked you got locked back in you're able to like get up to 4k 4k a week now and just do i think 200 should be effortless by the end of the year for damn sure honestly oh, yeah, yeah bro no it's, it's it's coming it's coming for sure yeah yeah so stay locked and i guess last yeah. rap, last thing wrapping up um unless you have anything else i mean just any advice to anyone um 
that is listening that might be thinking about joining elevated mentorship doesn't know if it's right for them uh, in the program what what advice do you have for those people invest in <laughs> the program no but seriously like invest in the program like i remember telling telling people back then like bro y'all you guys should like check out check out deluxe's program check out his courses check out his uh check out his mentorship program be like nah bro that's a rip off this and this and that like i'm like i'm like all right bro like all right but you know but everybody like you know that saying everybody like got money for jordans everybody got money for weed everybody like you know but yeah everybody got money for the nights out but like but you won't spend money on yourself like yeah and it's like, and I never, like, I remember people would tell me like, like, oh, bro, that's, that's a rip off or you're getting ripped off. Like, like, well, why are you even doing that? And I'm like, but like, bro, it was literally like in two months of working with you by the, started working with you like in August, by December, we had hit like 20K. So in like yeah. three months, like 20K, 20K on Instagram. So yeah. it's like, oh, was it really a rip off or like, look where I'm at now. Yeah. And then, I mean, now even like, um, I'm sure if you look back, like those people like are still in the same place. Well, you're doing like, cause you say you're doing like what? 15 K trying to get up to 20 K now a month yeah, of like just, income. Just hit 15 K last No, nah, Instagram <laughs> on income. 15 <laughs> K on income. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. And I'm I, like, it's, it's always funny. Like talking to people on calls. Cause they'll be like, ah, I don't know if like, if I want to do that. Now look, I check back like even a year later and they're still doing the same thing, dude. It, it yeah. surprises me just, just how people get stuck. And it's because everybody has like that, that that mentality of just like they don't they're 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 skeptical to like invest in themselves. Well, I think there's everybody should be skeptical, right? Yeah. Because like otherwise, everybody be getting scammed out the ass out here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you want yeah. like, you want to do, do your, your due diligence? What you're what you're going into? But yeah. like with you, I wasn't skeptical at all because I was like, all right, this guy has the results that I want, yeah. so I'm gonna listen to this guy. Yeah. And the results were coming in as long as I was putting in the work like like don't give me you get like it's like you have to put in the work like like even like when we first started like that first year in the elevated mentorship I was still working like like a dog like I was still going 6 a.m to midnight and just but I was like and but that's what it took for me to get to 30 from 30 to 40 then I went up to 50 then I went up to 60 and at the same time posting content every single day recording content I remember I would cut all day from 6, 7 a.m. up until midnight. Midnight would be my last cut coming in. I would, just, and I, would, I would film that a video on like from like midnight to like midnight to like 2 a.m. And just like and that that video would end up going like 500,000 views or something like that. And I'm like, it's worth it. The the grind mm-hmm. is worth it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just it's just that uh, that time delay. Right. Like you, you have to it's there's always an effect to the action that you take and, um, and or a reaction, I should say, to the action that you take. And I think some people, they just don't have the grit. Like I see too many times, like even just barbers is like in the industry, they'll try something like the barrier for entry for a business to build a business, especially where you're up Europe at, dude, is like, it's hard. Like I remember I, I really had to push you to like, not like we're just going from 60 to 100. I like, I had to, phys- I had to drive down to LA to be I, like, I, tell I you. you. I remember you came and you were like, we came, we went out to eat some lunch, and you were like, bro, why the fuck aren't you at 100 already? <laughs> you're, like, you're like, raise your prices today. Yeah. And I was like, all right, say less. And then yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not – anybody listening, don't think that if you charge 60, you just raise 100 because you might break that thing. But like, no, we, no, we, we, no. There, there was there, – everything was there in order for me to go up to Yeah. Like, yeah, because I've, I've even had some people that, like, DM me, like, dude, I um, I saw somebody else in your program go up to this price, and I went for this price, and I don't have clients. What the hell? I'm like – 
that's not the point, dude. Like, I'm like, that's bad. Um, it's not just the, oh, like you just, it's not just like, like it's, this program isn't just like, you just raise your prices just to raise your prices. Like, no, there's I, strategies to it. There's I think everybody thinks that though too. Like, yeah, that's what's yeah. crazy. Everybody's just like, oh, like I just got to know my worth. I'm like, well, you should, but like that good luck trying to get up to 200 knowing your worth because that's not going to that's not going to fly at a higher good level. luck trying to be booked out you know and like having people new clients constantly coming in every single day yeah yeah um anything else that you want to say last words uh before we wrap up here dude in investing yourself that's like that's pretty much it investing yourself don't listen to outside noise don't listen to people that that aren't where you want to be. Listen to, if you want to be somewhere, seek those people that are where you want to be. Awesome, dude. Chris, thank you so much for your time, dude. Love you, bro. No problem, bro. And, thank uh, you, for bro. Love you too, bro. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, dude, so much more to come. I'm sure that uh, yeah, this, no, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure this interview is going to age well too by the time you're charging two <laughs> to 300 a cut. So thank you, dude. Hey, it'll, it'll be dope to, to look back on it. <laughs> Facts, dude. Appreciate it. All right, bro.